Hey guys, welcome to the new episode of From Hurt to Heal. I I found that a lot of people have a problem being vulnerable after they've been hurt. It's not a big deal, but it can be a hindrance when you're getting into a new relationship. I think part of the problem is we don't take time to uncover what hurt us. And we're so quick to just jump into the next relationship because, you know, it's been said you get over one by getting up under somebody else, which can do you more harm in the long run. It's not going to help you to not deal with your issues because what you find yourself doing is picking out everything wrong with someone else rather than looking at what's actually really wrong with you. And it doesn't have to be anything really negative, but you should allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to realize that you might need some work too. And there may be stuff that you've been carrying from an old relationship into a new relationship. And it's not always on purpose. But if you don't deal with your stuff, it becomes somebody else's stuff. You know, just like Erica Badu says, bag lady, pack light. You might miss your bus dragging all this stuff. Because that's what we do. We pack so much stuff from our childhood, from past relationships, just lots of trauma. We just pack it all up, but we never stop to unpack it. The unpacking is the hard part because then you have to look at it. You have to face it. You have to call it what it is. And calling it what it is is going to allow some vulnerability. Because, of course, we all don't think that anything is wrong with us. We definitely think that it's always someone else. Now, sometimes it might be. Somebody might really have some issues. It ain't you. It might be them. But for the most part, we all have stuff. Like, I have a strong level of independence. And of course, it's from stuff that I packed. I was used to people letting me down. So what I started doing was handling it all myself. So in relationships, I tend to take the masculine role, whereas I get it done. So that's come from very, very much being let down so many times. So I don't give anyone an opportunity to let me down. So something that I need, I'll take it upon myself to do it, get it done, handle it, whatever it is and not accept any help from anyone else 
nor allow someone else to do something first. Even in my past marriage, every decision that was made was based on my doing, where we live, the cars we drove. Like, I pretty much made sure that those things were handled because I've always been used to, if I put it in someone else's hands, it's not going to get done in a timely manner, the way that would sit well with me. So I always took took on the lead. So when getting into new relationships, I found it difficult for me to allow someone to lead. But on the flip side, there were times when I was with someone who wasn't capable of leading. Which clearly those relationships ended because of partly those reasons. But me allowing myself to become vulnerable, I can unpack that stuff. I acknowledge that. I call it what it is. I own it. Because I'm so used to being the go-getter, I do it. I'm owning it. I can also be vulnerable enough to give love another chance. It's no secret that we get hurt in love sometimes, but love didn't hurt us. The person did. So I still give love another chance. And even though I might go into a relationship thinking Okay, you know, this might not work. They a joker. They they going to cheat. They they lying. I have those preconceived notions based on the stuff that I've been packing. But I allow myself to give love another chance. So Unintentionally, I might say, um, okay, well, yeah, the last person hurt me. So if I see something that is a little familiar, oh, then I start to just shell up. But it's not that person's fault. Because it's stuff that I haven't unpacked and I haven't healed from and I haven't dealt with. But I'm bringing it into this new situation. Allowing yourself to be vulnerable requires you to sit in it. It also requires you to look at yourself in the mirror. And I've said this in a previous podcast, a lot of people don't want to look themselves in the mirror because... Number one, they might not even recognize themselves. Because what we've done is we've repressed all of our feelings and we drink it away, we smoke it away. We're promiscuous. 
We do everything so that we don't have to face it. And the other reason why we don't want to look in the mirror is because we're not going to like what we see. Not only do we not recognize ourselves, we're not going to like what we see. And we're not going to want to have to unveil all of that. It's a hard process. Because even though, for example, my marriage ended based off of infidelity. But I can't place all the blame on him. I have to own some of that too. Not saying that his cheating was my fault. Because we all know, know how I feel about cheating. It's a choice. You choose to send the text messages, you choose to show up, you choose to take your clothes off, or you choose to do that. All of that is a choice. At some point, you were told, and the little, the little person in the back of your head told you that that wasn't right, but you still did it. So your own selfish reasons led you to that choice. I'm not claiming that. I'm not claiming anyone else's choices. But on my part, I didn't keep my spouse covered. I didn't pray for him as often as I should. I didn't make sure that he was taken care of. And I'm not speaking sexually. I'm I'm speaking as I didn't cover him. I didn't pray with him. We didn't worship together. We didn't do anything as a unit. There was no God there. So I was worshiping and going and doing this and praying all to myself, by myself. And then I was handling all the business. Of course, the wife is really supposed to, or said, to make the house a home. The man provides the house, the woman makes it a home. I was doing both. So every decision, like I said, every every place that, that we lived was all on me. And he had little or no input. So I had to own that. I had to own that I was nagging and... I complained about a lot of stuff. The communication was horrible. I have to own that stuff. And I'm not taking any blame from anyone or placing more blame on me for the actual reason why the marriage ended. But I am owning that there are things that I could have done differently that would have, that could have led to a different result. Now, that's not saying that I'm, you know, regretful or anything like that. It is what it is. Like, I feel like in certain situations when when there's rejection, that's God's protection. So I am grateful 
for how things turned out. But I do have to be vulnerable enough to realize that there are some things that I can do differently, whether in relationship or just personally or even spiritually. There are things that I have to allow myself some level of vulnerability. And it's difficult. Like I said, I'm used to being independent. So if there was ever a need for some help, I wouldn't call anyone. I would just have to make it happen on my own. And that can be difficult for a man who wants to take care of a woman. Because I'm not going to, you know, necessarily sit back and allow that. But that vulnerability comes into play, like I said, when you don't unpack your stuff. You start destroying a person as if that person did those things to you. That stuff that you're carrying. It's, it's not fair because you won't handle your junk. So not unpacking your stuff, not being vulnerable enough to see what it is and call it what it is and sit in it and owning it. It's like everything that you touch can be destroyed because you don't appreciate it. You won't allow yourself to be open enough to accept anything. You stick to what you know, and you do not allow for change. And that's not good. Because we don't realize how sometimes God will put someone in your life that's supposed to be there. And then there are people that come in your life that aren't even supposed to be there, but we keep them along for longer than necessary. And it becomes toxic. It becomes karmic. It becomes a total disaster. We keep people sometimes in our lives longer than what is necessary and acceptable. But yet we turn away the good. Because we don't know how to handle it. We're used to every everything negative that we've been packing. We're used to carrying that stuff. That when we see something that's different, that's good, or too good to be true, oh no, we, we can't deal with that. Because that doesn't that that doesn't fit in my bag. I'm carrying negative, that positive. That good stuff, that good feeling, all of that, that doesn't, that doesn't go along with the rest of the stuff that I have in my bag. But had you unpacked it, you wouldn't need to carry that bag anymore. There'd be no need for, for you to even deal with things that happened to you in the past. Because you've allowed yourself to move forward. You've allowed yourself to grow through it. You've sat in it. It stinks. And you're done carrying it. So when you're vulnerable, you allow yourself a new chance. At whatever it is. Love, parenting, friendship. 
you allow yourself to have a new opportunity. Because when you're not vulnerable, you don't let anyone in. You will let someone get at arm's reach and that's it. And what you do is you, you, you feed them, you spoon feed them. You give them a little here and a little there. You breadcrumb them. Because either you don't want it to turn out like something that's in your bag. Or you're just used to it being just like your bag. So you don't even give it a chance. Sometimes we do have to just sit in it. This self-care, I feel like. Unpacking. We do this when we come back from vacation. We unpack. As soon as I come back in the house, I take whatever was in my bag and I wash it. And I put my bag up. That's how we have to be with our past, with our trauma, with our hurt, with our pain. As soon as you get it through the door, set it down, unpack it, and cleanse it. Your cleansing may be writing. Your cleansing may be crying. Your cleansing may be praying. But you need to unpack it. You need to really deal with it. Let's just look at it this way. If it was a bag of trash that you bought into your house and you let it sit there, all of that stuff that's in that bag, guess what's going to happen? It's going to start to stink. And one day you're going to eventually throw it away. But what you're doing is you're feeling sorry for yourself. You're accepting what it is. Oh, it's just trash. I'll take it out one day. Trash come on Friday. It's just Tuesday. You keep putting off what's necessary. Until one day you are going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to take it out. But when will that day come? When you lose everyone that you come in contact with. When you can't have a growing relationship with anyone. Nobody wants to deal with you because you sitting in this house with this stinky trash. Now you starting to smell like trash. That's what happens. It rolls over. It starts to affect every area of your life. But you don't want to deal with it. Because you can wait. You have time. What if you don't have time? What if it is too late? And it's like, I look at it as the stuff that's in that's in the bag is stuff that you don't want to let go of. It's hurt that you don't want to face. It's grudges that you don't want to let go of. Grudges block 
the hand from being blessed? Why would you want to walk around holding on to stuff that you can easily let go of if you took the time? Who wants to carry that? That's a lot of weight. You can walk around for years holding on to so much stuff that you have just turned into Eeyore. Just grumpy, sad, nothing makes you happy. You complain about everything. You're tired. You don't do nothing, don't hang out. You just have the weight of the world on your shoulders because you won't drop it. You won't sit in it. You won't unpack it. It's time to unpack it. It's starting to stink. It's starting to roll over into other areas of your life. Your clothes are stinking. Your car stinking. Your house stinking. Because you won't deal with what the real issues are. You won't allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to look in the mirror and deal with your stuff. The bag is very heavy. And it is not that easy to carry around a lot of weight on top of what you're carrying around on your body. I really challenge everyone to just figure out what it is that you're still carrying and why you can't allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to have a friend, to have a relationship, to hang with your family, anything. You have allowed past trauma to hold you back. You can't even live your life because you're too afraid that if you let someone in, they're going to let you down. People let you down. It's okay. It happens. But guess what? God will never let you down. Just because he told you no to one thing, That just meant he had something better to you. But that's not a letdown. That's his protection. The people on earth are very different. And it's okay if someone lets you down. But you can't start to pack that up. And let that roll over to every other situation or every other aspect of your life. Deal with it. Let it go. Pray about it. It's it's really it's really simple to ask God, look, if this person is not for me, please let me know. And trust me, He's gonna let you know. But the other part of that is, are you gonna listen to him when he tells you, or are you gonna have to keep asking and keep doing what you're doing and keep asking, keep doing what you're doing? That's only gonna lead you to packing more stuff. 
Start having more conversations with God and asking him to help you to remove and unpack all of that stuff that you've been carrying because it's really hindering you. It's blocking your blessings. You put up this wall and you will not let anyone get over that wall because of what someone else has done to you in the past. It is fine to be guarded. But when you stand in there with the whole arm of God and won't let nobody say boo to you, that's an issue that you need to unpack. So I challenge you to really to really think about and work through the things that you need to unpack. How can you allow yourself to be more open? How can you allow yourself to be more vulnerable to build relationships with people? To have a quote-unquote normal life. We all go through things. It's not just one person. Everybody goes through things. But it's how you respond to that. It's how you handle your disappointments. And it's how much you fall on your knees and you ask God to help you do everything. You wouldn't have to pack so much if you'd be like, God, just deal with it. I can't. Take it from me. Heal me. Give me strength. I challenge everybody to deal with that. I thank you for listening.